Okay, good morning, everyone. We wanted to say shalom to you. Certainly excited that you're able to join us. For those who are watching by social media, uh, those who are watching our telecast, we greet you with the love of Elohim. For those who are able to make it out on today, we are grateful that you were able to come. And, you know, Dr. Larry has been ministering, talking about how this nation needs fathers. And I'm excited about this word. I know that you have been blessed by it. And as he continue on, just uh, continue to draw from what thus says the father. All right. All we right. appreciate you too, baby. Right, Love you it. much. All right. Okay. So uh, let's get right. We have already prayed, made our confession. Uh, get your notes ready after you uh, start your watch parties or whatever you're doing. Make sure you have a additional source or additional something that you can take notes on. And, uh, you know, you have a right to take pictures so you can go back and uh, study. And also we have the availability of replaying. I tell you what, this, this time right here, this time right here, and we are actually the, we're in 5780 right now. So you got the civil and you got the sacred. However, the civil was established by man, the sacred was established by Elohim. We're in the year 5780, and as I shared with you earlier, the number 80 comes from the Hebrew alphabet pay, which means to speak the word of the Father. The timing right now is, is very, uh, the atmosphere is fertile, fertile for us to learn. And the Holy Spirit have made, given men ideals relative to technology, uh, so that we can make sure we don't miss what the Holy Spirit is saying. See, when I was back in the 80s and, you know, when I was getting taught the word and all this kind of stuff, we didn't have no Facebook and then we can go rewind. I think YouTube is out there, but, I mean, we had to buy the tape. We had the cassette tape, by the way, you know, and then the, uh, the what you call those, the, the videotapes, the uh, VCRs. We had to get those and go back and do it. We couldn't just pull our phone up and go back. And, and study the word. So uh, the Holy Spirit actually have made it available for everybody to come out of ignorance. No one should be ignorant of the word during the times that we are living in. Nobody. You don't, you don't have to go nowhere. You got the word with you. I mean, you can just pull up stuff right there. So that also is calling for accountability and, and responsibility on our behalf. You know, so things are changing. And the scripture says, that in the end days, uh, uh, there'll be an increase in knowledge of wisdom in the last time. So um, that just came up in me. So I want to uh, encourage you, because most of y'all was born into this tech technological age. You know, we were not. We were in the mono era. Now you're in the, in the digital era, uh, era. And what that's saying to us again is that we need to make sure that we are applying and using what we get. All right? There's a heavier mandate on everyone right now based on what's available to us. So really we shouldn't be destroyed for a lack of knowledge, but knowledge is everywhere. All right, so in this uh, Fight for the Family series, the teaching on the uh, fathers, we're on fathers, this foundation of fathers where we're in right now. Uh, we have been sharing some stats relative to the crises, national crises everywhere, uh, relative to personal behavior, our social atmosphere, all can be traced back to the absence of fathers in the family. I didn't say men or a man, I said fathers. You, you understand me now? And we showed you the stats, I'm not gonna uh, go back over them again, but you know, you can go out there and find, I mean, it's just everything is saying the same thing. Everything is saying the same. And then uh, Malachi 
uh, called Malachi by the English translators in chapter 4 tells us what the answer is to this crisis that we have. Uh, not only sons and young boys need fathers, but women, young ladies, and girls are in the condition that they are in because of the same thing. And we need to get a hold of that. If, if the mother was the answer, then these stats wouldn't be out here. I'm going to say it again. If mothers were the answer, the stats that we have wouldn't be the way that they are. We just got to deal with things like they are, identify what's going on, and take the word and apply it to it. Of course, the black Americans are suffering from double trouble because black Americans uh, as a whole have not recovered from the damage and the emotional trauma that was inflicted on them by white Europeans during the slavery. And don't say forget about it. I can't forget about it. I still see the same. I see manifestations of what happened then. I still see it now. How can you forget something that's still stuck up in your face? And we got these Christians and other people want to be like an archer and stick their head in the ground in the sand because you're good to go. You stick your head in the ground and try to dismiss or play off what's actually happening, the reason people are the way that they are. You know, there's an academic in terms of what they call mental illness. There's an epidemic there also. Not only the opioid uh, crises that's affecting primarily light-skinned people. You know, crack been killing black folk forever, and now it's out with government want to put money in this opioid uh, crisis. Is that correct? So that's showing us how dark the government is and how uh, damnable the hearts of people are still like that. And if you stick your head in the ground, it's going to continue. Ambassadors are called to change things, to colonize the earth and make it like heaven. Heaven is not like that. So when we make these statements, these are facts. Facts. And those facts need to change, and they can only be changed by the word. So Melaki, uh, Melaki uh, 4 tells us, he said, if I need, what's have to happen is that the, the father have to change the hearts of the father to their children, turn their heartbeat to the children, and the children to turn their hearts to their father. And that word father, some translation translated as parents, but he's not talking about parents because the stats are not making reference to the parents. The stats are making reference to that father parent. Now, that word uh, that they use there in the Hebrew is the Hebrew word ayab. And it's spelled Aleph, uh, Bayet, uh, Bob, Tob. So they took the word father, Aleph, Bet, which spelled father, and the Bob there, which means to establish or connect, and then Tob make reference to the covenant. You're getting it? So he said, I'm, it's, it's not just any man, it's the fathers who have been established. They are established in, in terms of what my covenant say. You understand? What my covenant say, and the, and the Hebrew letter word tav also means to mark or be identified. So the fathers who you can identify by their behavior pattern that's in agreement with the covenant of the word, those are the ones that I'm turning to the children. I'm telling them they need to go out here and, and get their minds set on these children. And these children are going to turn their hearts not to just men, but to those fathers who are connected and established in the covenant of Elohim. There's a difference. And see, so you know, uh, well, I'm a good, good father because I pay child support. Uh, anybody can pay child support. Women pay child support. 
But what about, see, the time that you spend with your children is more valuable than the time that you spend for your children. So even though you're paying child support, you're still not being a father to that child. And this is where the mothers and the women uh, need to stop being cantankerous and hateful and separating these children from their fathers. Now, the fathers that's actually being a father, and just say a man, you understand, because there are fathers out here that are going through hell because they want to be a protector, a developer, a sustainer, you know, a source, a pattern to their children. But, but Miss Thane just so full of hell that she want to keep them away from them. Just pay child support. You don't need to see them. If you don't pay that, you can't see them. Now, when did you become God? When did you become sovereign ruler? And the system support that attitude, that mindset. I said support that. Okay, I got one, yeah, thank you. All right, so let's move into this, and we're going to uh, get into this area right here, whereas what? The quality of the fruit is in the what? Is in the root. The quality of the fruit is in the root. Just imagine a father, a male man, uh, as a tree, okay? And really, the tree is the family, and the fruit is what comes from that family, that man, that male man, and that female man coming together and based on the laws of the kingdom of heaven in terms of procreation, they have children. Those children are their fruit. But notice the fruit is no better than the root. And if the fruit is not being supplied properly based on the condition of the fruit, the root, then the fruit can be, be, be bad because what? The root is bad. You understand it? And the deeper the root, the greater the what? So the deeper the root is in whatever atmosphere or whatever behavior pattern that it is receiving, then the fruit is going to manifest more and more and more. So if the father is off course, then the fruit is going to be off course. And the father is really deep into what they are doing, you know, and then those children still pattern themselves after them, they're going to manifest it. You got many, what, 74% of the prisoners, uh, uh, fathers are in jail, and then you know their sons and their daughters, you know what they, they do? They go and try to do stuff so they can go to jail, uh, jail like they did. You see how deep is in there? They're going to try to pattern that. You understand? Now, we're dealing with kingdom laws relative to uh, behavior patterns of human beings. So the deeper the root, uh, the, uh, greater, uh, the deeper the root, the greater the fruit, and the quality of the root is in the fruits. And those, you know, those genes come from both parents, but the source of our genes come from one parent, Adam. He's a source. When you, when you think father, always think source. So let's look at this right here. So what has to happen, then he said, you'll turn the hearts of the father to the children, hearts of the children to the father. And then Malachi also, the English translation said, Lisa come and strike the earth with a curse. But actually, we know the father's not cursing the earth because he did, the earth wouldn't be here no more. Is that correct? See, we need to understand and get to know him and who he is. The Father is totally awesome, unlimited, infinite in power, infinite in resources, infinite. There are no limitations on him. So if he do something, like when Yeshua cursed the fig tree, it died, period. Wasn't no choice about it. He, it. That was it. It wasn't producing fruit. So he said, I need to separate this and get this out of here. And it's the same way with a family tree. That tree does not produce it, not even producing fruit because of the root, then he, he have to get rid of that. 
that image, that pattern, that lifestyle that's being projected uh, to replace the lifestyle, the pattern, the image of a father that he established, he, have to, he cursed that. that. That has to go. That's why he said, I got to turn some things, and when he turns some things, something's going to have to die. So what have been defined as a father uh, by the world and secular standards, that is cursed by the kingdom. It has to get out of there. It's got to go. You understand? Here's some more understanding. That word come, he said, at least I come. That word come come from a Hebrew word boa. And it's spelled aleph, vav, bayet. Aleph, vav, bayet. And when you look at the spelling of aleph, vav, bayet, you get aleph, bayet is the spelling of father, right? But we'll look at it on the individual. I got this. Up. Let me show it to you. On the individual level. You know, because I, I think y'all be studying like I be studying. I hope you do. Okay, now, here it is right here. That's the word for father, and here's this word for boy. You see this, where the hearts of children, at least I come. Now, this is an English translation. You can't base truth upon translation. You only base truth on original. And if you're not studying the original language, then you can water down, wash down, and misinterpret the truth. You can't take the Bible and open up and say, this is the infallible word of God, and whatever it say, that's what it means. Those are translations. You can only say that if you have studied the scripture. I can say the scriptures are the infallible word of Elohim. And the scriptures cannot be changed. And the scriptures have truth. And if we don't know the scriptures, then we are basing all our belief and our lifestyle on a translation of some man, primarily European man, 26 of them, by the way. Y'all catching this? All right, so now notice this right here. Here's this word, come. See, come and strike. All right, in the Hebrew, that's the Hebrew word, boar. You see it right there? And that's going to break all of this open for us. You see the spelling here, uh, bayet, uh, bob, aleph. You see it? So if you look at uh, bayet, bayet, uh, if you look at the Madu Neder, which is the Afri African uh, sacred writings that were translated to hieroglyphic by the Greeks. See, most of them didn't even know that word. Me neither. Madu Neder. That is an Afri ancient African writing. Not hieroglyphic. Hieroglyphic is a Greek word. Y'all get catching this? So these ancient African sacred writings were in, in a picture. And the picture of that bayette looked like a pattern. You understand? A pattern or a house. See, a pattern, a pattern goes before the house. And just like a tree represents family, a house represents what? A family. It's what's inside of that family. You catching this? So, but yet he is saying, uh, what's happening is that I got to do something, lease another pattern. Vav established itself as the Aleph father. Y'all see it? Another pattern on the inside of the house come in. The father that I'd intended have been redefined to something else, and it has established itself as the leader of the family. And here's one example, two women one being a dad and one being a mama, or two men, one being a dad and one being a mama. That's a redefinition of what a father is. It has set up and been established and made legal in family. You understand this? Or a man that just paid child support, he is, a, he is an honorable father because he paid. That's all he do is pay child support and take his son to a basketball game every other weekend. How can you father, or how can a person imitate you and they're not around you? I'm talking about qualified fathers, not just a man, because you get him around the wrong joke, he's going to be worse off. 
and you try to keep him from, even though he's worse, you, as a woman, you try to keep him from him, he's still going to be even double worse off because people, everybody got on the inside of them a desire to know who their father is and to be around him. Whether he's the most hellish joke on the earth, most evil person that walked the face of this earth, they still want to see or they still want to be around where they came from. It's just a desire for source. You seeing this? Okay. So he says, least somebody else establish themselves in the family. If I don't turn the hearts, and that's what has happened. It's already happened. That's why he said he's going to send the prophet Elijah, that spirit of Elijah. Yochanan was a manifestation of the spirit of Elijah. And Yochanan did what? He confronted the king who was sleeping with his brother's wife. See, this spirit, this prophetic anointing is an anointing that challenges the government that challenges leadership. I don't care who you are, where you come from. If you're wrong, I'm going to tell you, you're wrong. These are the type of fathers he is talking about that he's going to turn them to the children and turn the children to them. Them who, who are not jellyback and who will speak the law regardless of who like it. Whether you feel good, whether it hurts your feelings or not, they're going to decree the oracles of Yahweh. They're not these cute men. And they're not sweet. No, they're nice, kind, compassionate, but there has been a redefinition of, of men. Men are cute now. They are, oh, he's so sweet. In other words, he's feminine, like you. And if you actually uh, begin to stand for some things and stand against other things, now he is harsh and he is dominated. I've been, I've been called dominated. And wife would say, you don't, you don't even know him. He just don't play. We just, I mean, that's wrong. I don't care. Well, you know, well, 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 God loves us all. I mean, the parrots know that. Can, can you do a little better than that, Cletus? I mean, the mosquitoes know that. Come on with something else. Don't, come, don't, don't bring that up there now. Come on. All right, so I want to take you back there to show you what he was actually talking about because he don't curse the earth. The curse is in the earth uh, by the father pattern that the father ordained being absent and this redefining, redefinition of fathers being present. And that has produced a curse. 279% of the children more likely to carry guns, get in gangs, kill, and murder. Don't you think that's a curse? And it's all contributed to the what? The absence of the what? Okay, all right. Y'all getting waking up a little bit now. Okay, so let me go here is where I want to uh, get to. And that is what? The condition of the hearts must be changed. The condition, the condition, the condition, the condition, the condition. The present state of our hearts have been planned, predetermined to be in the condition that it's in. Like, you know, ladies, when y'all put conditioners in your hair, you, that, you don't just do that just to be doing it. Some, you do it because it's necessary. It's going to get all tangled up and stuff like that, right? So you, you're premeditating doing something to your hair for a particular outcome. And without doing it, you won't have that outcome. Y'all catching that? So the conditioning of the heart, that means the heart have to go through a preparation in order to produce a predetermined purpose. And, I, and that's primarily our belief system. You understand? Our belief system has to be dealt with. So that, that concept that produces those convictions that's in us that we're accepting as norm has to be changed by receiving another precept or another idea based on the one that I have. So the ideal got to be presented to the children by the fathers. Y'all catching this? All right, now, uh, Miss Leo says what? 
But as a person think, that's the way that they are. You seeing it? That's a hard condition. And the Hebrew word, uh, word for heart is leb, and that uh, lemed, but yet uh, lemed in that instance means what? To be controlled by a spiritual power on the inside. What spiritual power is controlling your, your mindset? It comes from the convictions that we receive, which came from a thought. Y'all catching it? All right. Now, and then Roman Yim said, do not be conformed. See, conformity is a process. Do not be conformed to the what? You can put the Hebrew letter word, but yet in pattern. Because that's what the ancient African uh, pic picture of a bayette looked like. It looks like a pattern. You understand? On the inside. So the worldly families and how the world um, has been stamped to identify a person as being a family member or being family he said, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your what? Dealing with what's controlling your mind. What's, what's on your hard drive? And that word renewed is a, is a construction term, and it means to take out the bad things that's in there and replace them with new stuff. It don't mean cover stuff up like so many, so many do in construction. I have to go behind them. It could look all nice, and then you move one board, and, and it's, it, things are rotten behind the wall. Half nail, got glue up there instead of nails. That's all kind of stuff, you know. So he said, you can't see that. That's having a form of righteousness. The word godliness, better word, is, is, is law, or law abiding, or righteousness, but yet de denying the power thereof. You, you're getting it? A form, but denying the power on the inside. You know, can jump, shout, holler and can articulate and bring people into this ecstatic emotional state where they think, thought they had church, but yet the power has been denied because they never changed. Catching it? That you will be able to approve what uh, Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will is. What is his will? What's pleasing to him? What's good to him? Our God love everybody. No. What's pleasing to him? He did come it. To Yah must believe that he is. And that English word is and, and is and am, actually, you can put them in the same uh, context, context when you use them in a sentence because am means presently, right? And is mean what? Present, right? And you remember, you know, it's translated I am that I am, but that's the Hebrew word, ahaya, asher, ahaya. Haya. So when he said believe that he is, believe that he is what? Haya. Hi, you'd high. The, the, the manifestation of his power in the earth is a direct of a manifestation of his power in heaven. Must believe that what he do in the earth is the same thing he do in heaven, and the way he do things in the earth is the same way he do it in heaven. If you don't believe that he don't change from heaven to earth, then he said, don't come to me like that. You got to come to me knowing that everything you see is what you see in heaven. I bring heaven to earth. Y'all catching this? He that cometh to me, get in my face, must believe. Their belief system must already be conditioned to know that I am holy. I don't change from heaven to earth. That's what the word holiness means. It's a better word. It's to be one. Wall to wall, one. I never change. What you see in heaven, you're going to see the same thing on earth. You understand? Then he said, but, but without faith, a belief system, believing that, is impossible for you to please me. 
I don't know his perfect will. I can't please him if I'm, my mind is based on the pattern of the world and not the pattern on the source of the father that the father himself created, drew, and put together and gave to us in the earth. You getting this? Okay, number two, children. Somebody say children. See, this, this is a two-way thing. He said the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers. Then. All right, so children have a responsibility to do what? Receive what? Proper teaching. To receive what? Proper teaching. So parents got to make sure you're not getting in the way of your child being prop, getting proper teaching just because that's your child. And way the Father, Holy Spirit, uh, his, his mindset concerning it, as long as you're saying that's your child, then you handling them. You better have some good medical insurance. You better get ready, get ready to stay up at night and go through a lot of stuff that's going to manifest in life because you keep saying that's your child. I got to buy my child some shoes. I got to buy my child. I got to, I got to, I got to. And just taking the whole world and putting it on your child. Somebody say something to your child, you act a fool. And that very person is the one the Holy Spirit is using to give, it, to give them some proper training. I see it all the time. You know, my wife had daycare for years, and I, I, I just stayed away from over there. They didn't see me that much over there at all. Because I just, I'm just not putting up with it. You need to take this God, put him in the car, and both y'all go to the back of y'all heaven, wherever y'all came from. You know, because people act a flat monkey over their children. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. It's, this, this, it's always been like that, and it's getting worse now because of the absence of fathers. So that child is being brought up in a rebellious state, absent of a father, and it's going to continue to produce what? Bad fruit. See how quiet it get when we start talking like that? We need more of that talk. See, when I was coming up, if you got in trouble at school, if you got a whooping at school, and 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 uh, Nene, Nim heard about it, somebody got ahead of you coming home from school and told Nene, so once you got in trouble, uh, they'll call you on the porch and whoop your butt. And then Mama heard about it that you got a whooping at school, and Nene them had to whoop you. Now you're getting a third whooping. And the scripture, you know what the concept of the kingdom is concerning a rebellious son or a daughter, something like that? They said, kill him. Kill him. You need to get that out of, away from amongst you. You better kill this one before the whole nation go down over one. Oh, I wish I was in the Bible days. No, you don't. Really, you don't. Okay? All right. So children have responsibility to receive proper teaching. Now, uh, Isaiah I don't have my book. How is Isaiah pronounced? Is it Yeshua Yahoo? No. Yeah, Yahoo, I believe. No, it's Elijah. Yeshua is Elijah. Uh, he says what? All, what did it say? All your children shall be taught by the school system. All your systems shall, children shall be taught by the private school. All your children shall be taught by the Christian school. All your children shall be taught by the Muslim school. All your children shall be taught by the school of the higher education power of the Northwest-South jurisdiction. It didn't say that, did it? He said, all your sh children shall be taught by who? Come on, y'all talk to me. Just talk. You don't have to. All your children shall be taught by Yahweh, by him, by his word. You understand? And if they are taught by him, how you pronounce Isaiah? If they, if they are taught by him, then great shall be the what? Shalom. That word shalom is translated to mean great shall be their success. Great shall be their wholeness. Great shall be their stability. 
Grace shall be the sound in mind. You won't have 16-year-olds out here breaking in folk houses, cussing women out, shooting grown men, no respect, no honor for nobody. Yes, Yahoo, Isaiah, yes, you. Y'all catching this? So we need to get this now. So even when you send them to school, the school is not teaching them this. And you send them to a religious school, they're teaching them their doctrine. Like my little prophet here, he challenged them. That, that's the spirit of Elijah. He challenged, he, he told them, no, how can we be a saint and a sinner at the same time? Raise your hand up. How can we be a saint and a sinner at the same time? <laughs> there, there was prophet Yisrael. That's the Elijah spirit that's, that, that we can teach our children and place on them as a result of him being under his father. His heart is turned to me. My heart is turned to the father, so he has boldness to speak against things. And my other one back there, the same thing. They, they be getting in trouble at school. <laughs> Y'all catching this? Because you know they teach, well, you know we all are sinners saved by grace. Wait a minute now. Hold on. Hold on here. If I'm a sinner, you're telling me I can do what a sinner does. I can go out and have me a pate and still go to heaven. You see how damnable that statement is? We all sinners. No, we are not sinners saved by grace. We, I once was a rebellious person. Now I don't have the nature of darkness to do wrong. Mm. Yeah, prophet got in trouble down there. I said, well, we, we paying y'all to teach them, not the curriculum. Not, and we always let people know, we, they are not here for you to indoctrinate them. We teach them. Now how many just let your kids go to school, don't have no Bible study with them, don't talk about the word, no scripture, they don't see you living the word, see you on the phone cussing and carrying on and doing certain things, and they pay attention more to what you do than what you say. And they got them all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me make it a little more exciting in here. So all of them shall be taught. Y'all seeing this, right? All right, now look at this right here, because children, I said earlier, have a responsibility also. They have a will. They have a will. They have a will. Say this with me, I have a will. Baron, you got a will. Say, I got a will. He has a will. Everyone was born with a free will. You understand this? So the turnout of a child, a child can be in a perfect environment and still turn out like a heathen. Now, how, do, how does that happen? You remember the teaching on epigenetics? Outward stimulus? Something come in from the outside. And they choose to go with that rather than go with what's best for them. I'm here to help somebody. So children, uh, are we here? Obey. Who obey? Children, obey your what? He's talking about your mother and your father. In who? Yahweh. Qualification. These people are in who? The Lord, right? Now, people who are not saved, there still is a pattern for them. I mean, this, I'm going to show you that this law is applicable to everybody. It'll work for everybody. Because to honor your, uh, your parents, he'll tell us here. Let's read it. Children, obey your parents, for this is right. Honor your what? Father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. So here's a promise. So it'd be what? Now, why a lot of grown adults struggling? Because what they did with their parents. 
so it go well with you, and that you may do what? Enjoy life, other than smoking dope, pot, and having sex, is more life than that, that you may be enjoy, that you may enjoy long life on the earth. You live a long time. They're not living a long time today. You seeing it? All right. So notice he said this is the first commandment with what? Promise. First what? Commandment with promise. I submit to you, it's the only commandment with promise. It's the fifth one. The first four commandments that the father gave Moshiach, who was the father of nations, bring that nation out of bondage into liberty, he, the first thing he did was gave him commandments to give to the people. Father's always supposed to be in a position and a place to receive commandments from the father to give to their family. From the father. Oh, I'm the man. You do what I tell you to do. <clears throat> you about to get some hot grease stowed on you. I'm going to warn you. They used to put hot grease on them when they were asleep. Burn them when they were asleep. Throw hot water on them when they sleep. Oh, them women, women, man. And the grits, hot grits, anything. I'm, I'm getting you. My dad didn't do this to me. You're not going to do it. They would get them. <laughs> you haven't heard of that, have you? Okay. <laughs> so the first four, what's the first one? He said, uh, I am. I am Yahweh. I'm your king. And you don't have no other gods before me. You, and actually, when you look at that word, what he's talking about, it looks like that you got one and two commandments together, but it's one. Because you look at the Aleph is making reference to the Father. Each, each one of those commanded covenant principles will agree with the meaning of the first ten letters of the Hebrew word, Alephet. You know, numbers come from the word, right? So you got ten, but you got, actually it's the Alephet, Gimel, Dalet, Hai, Bob, uh, Zian, Ark, Tet, I mean, Het, Tet, and then you. The, those are words. And the first one is dealing with the Father. He said, I am your father, and you're not to have another what? Father, pattern, source on the inside of you. Why? Because the second one is uh, Bayet, and Bayet said, don't you have no graven images. See, whatever is inside is going to form an image in your mind. And people will take what's in them, how they think, and try to make something on the outside to pattern what's on the inside. He says, so don't you do that. And whatever image is put in you, that's what you're going to look for, and that's how you're going to pattern yourself back. If you got a worldly image in you concerning fashions, you're going to dress like the world because you got another God in it. And people don't like to hear this, but you need to hear it. Sorry, Elijah the prophet is here. Ain't nobody scared. Our behavior is based on that. Who do you trust in to get ahead? Why did you join the group? Why did you get involved in that, that organization? And then you are patterning their images like this Basset, uh, Basset, that cat. I was teaching that a lot of folks left the church because they got mad. I told them about why you got Basset on the back of your daughter. And that was the Egyptian god of children. So you got their symbol wearing on your back because that's on the inside. And you helping your child be like Kamora Lee and the others. So rather than receive truth, they want a religion, so they'd rather leave the truth and go to religion. Y'all did know that. I, I knew you knew that. I knew you knew that. Okay. All right. And then the third one, he says, a gimel means what? To lift up, 
and be bounced with blessed or to be lifted up in pride and be rebuked as a result. So he said, Gema, don't you use my name useless or take it in vain. Don't you lift my name up in vanity. Don't, don't you go out there and get ready to, you know, to hold your crouch and bounce around a stage and say all these bad, uh, defamed words and all this terrible music and you're going to have a nerve to pray before you go out and do some stuff like that? You, you using my name, that's taking his name in vain. People do that. These secular singers and entertainers, they be back there praying. I don't know what God they're praying to, but they sure get together and pray. That's taking his name in vain. That's vanity. See, the spirit of Elijah, Yeshua, is a Yeshua, Elihu, will confront stuff like that. Fathers will say that is wrong. Don't do it. Fathers will never send their church children to the world to perform and, and, get, and, and do this secular singers and this secular performance and secular dances just to get the money. Fathers would say no. No and no. And mama, well, 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 you just couldn't keep believing. I saw pictures. Be the mama. Uh, oh, well, son, you just go on. That's what God put in you, and you go on glorify a God with your gift. You just go on do it. I handle your daddy. Some noble singers out here, that's what happened with them. The daddy was totally against it, and the mama was for it. What happened? The mama got out of position, just like Masa Izanigar did, and began to deal with the enemy she was not designed to deal with. Never was a purpose to do that. And, and bad boys and bad girls know they can go to mama and get their sin approved. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'll move on here. Oh, how much Miss Leah, look at it. So that was the, no, let's finish this up. The fourth one was what? Dowlet, uh, one of me and Dowlet is what? A pathway, a, a lifestyle, way of living. And he said, honor and keep my Shabbat. My covenant of protection and provision, you honor that and you keep that. All of the first four was making direct reference back to who? The father and our relationship with him. Then he come in with the fifth one, which come from high, which means a revelation of heaven in the earth. The fifth one, he said, now honor your father and your mother. And I'm going to give you a promise with this one, because the next uh, commandment, the six through the ten, has everything to do with our relationship with one another. Now, our relationship with one another is based on the honor of the father and the mother that he established. If you do that, then your relationships will be fine with other people. You won't be stealing. You won't be coveting. You know, you won't be murdering nobody. You won't be committing adultery and, be a, and committing infidelity and all the acts of immorality. All of it is still stemming back to what? The father. The source. You seeing it? Honor your father, your source, and your mother who you came through. Honor who you came from and who you came through. If you do this, then the next ones I'm telling you about, matter of fact, I'm going to give you a promise and you're going to receive the blessings of this and then you won't be out here killing people. You won't be out here being unfavored to your husband or your wife. You won't be covetousness, won't what somebody else uh, has, and, and lying and backstabbing and all this. You won't be doing all that stuff. You seeing it now? But this is the only first and only one with promise. I wanted to bring that out to you. Now, uh, uh, Miss Leo 20 and 20 says what? If someone, now we're talking about how children, I'm going to get into the word how you to honor, how important it is you do your part too. If someone cursed their father or mother, you see it? If you curse where you come from, and if you curse who you come from, your lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. The scripture says in Miss Leah, called Proverbs 20 and 27, 
the spirit of man is the candle or lamp of Yahweh, lighting all the inward parts of his being. What he is saying that our born again spirit is how Yahweh, Holy Spirit, lead us, and if he, he only lead the sons of Elohim, and if we are led by him, then we have a life that's centered in him. But if that light is snuffed out, how can I live a lifestyle based on his word and I can't even see? So you got children out here walking in darkness because of their relationship with their parents. And you can't do nothing about it. Keep praying and fasting. Keep getting them out of jail. Keep buying them gas. Keep buying them food. Keep doing it. The light is out. They're moping around in darkness because the very person that will put it in a light to, for them to pattern by and to be nurtured by, they have cursed them. I, I, I go to some basketball games. I watch a young 16-year-old cussing their coach out. Then turn around and cuss their dad out. But they so idolizing his gift and idolizing he can play, that boy ain't going to make it nowhere. It's, it's so quiet. Now, have you been one of the ones that get in the way of the corrective structure of Yahweh? He trying to correct them, but you making ways for them to stay like they are. But that's my child. I, I thought, I, you, you came and dedicated him. As a matter of fact, you actually dedicated him to Yahweh. But now he's back being yours again. Now, if, if it it's, it's, can't be the one owner. And this will help parents out and me on it. Look, I've done what I need to do and all I can do, the best I can do and much as I can do right now. Now, if you want to act a fool, that's you. Don't be pulling me in your stuff. Don't be calling me. You set that up. That's your harvest. I'm not participating in it. I don't want it. Like mama said, you make your bed hard, sleep in it. Put rocks in your bed, it's going to hurt you when you lay down on them. You hang with dogs, you're going to pick up their fleas. Don't bring them to my house. And she meant that, and daddy meant that. All right, so if, if you curse your father, now what, how can you curse your father or mother? Do things to damage them. Do things to hurt them. Do things to dishonor. I'm, we're going to look at the word honor now. Do things, you got grown folk dishonor their parents. Well, I'm grown. I saw it. Boy, and then they'll say, look, I brought your so-and-so butt in here. The made mama cuss now. You brought your butt in there. I'll take you out right now. And when they... Then when they said it, you better be running. Now these days, y'all are doing a lot of talk. You do all that talk, go buy them a $500 tennis shoes the next day. But then when they said that, you better be running, looking for somewhere to go. Because <laughs> it came out of her. I remember mama told me that one time. Boy, I got as far as I can get away from her. I did everything. Behind the curtain, crowding behind the couch. I need to get away from it. I want to live. Mm-hmm. Let's look at honor. Let's look at this word. What is honor? We'll look at some definitions, all right? So we'll know how. Like I said, the child has responsibility. I'm going to show you a scripture in a minute. I'm going to show you a law in scripture, a kingdom law that works. I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Children have a responsibility. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to say it again. If you are doing what you need to do, providing an atmosphere for them, and they still want another way, you know they got a will, they can resist you and bell against you. Number one, you have to remember, they in a rebellious environment in school six, seven hours a day away from them. And if you got a blended family, they got another parent that's putting seed in them. It's, and the Holy Spirit showed it to me. It's going to be some outward stimuli that stimulated them to be rebellious rather than following the teaching that you gave them. 
And I know parents just, 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 they just can't understand. They just down on themselves and they depressed because I did everything I could. I taught them the word. I made sure that, and they still turn out like that. And parents living in guilt. I got the answer to get that guilt out of you today. Number one, you got to realize that that person belongs to the creator, not to you. I didn't create them. They got a will. Okay? They have a will. All right, now look, honor, what is honor? Respect and esteem. Here's some uh, English translations, all right, definition. And we're going to look at the Hebrew, which is going to blow your socks off when you look at it, the original word. Respect or esteem your father and your mother. Uh, ad admiration admiration means to admire. Admire them like you do the basketball players and the rap stars and the dancers. Admire them like you do them. Encourage. Encourage your father and mother, for real? Encourage them. Uh, elevate them. Well, I'm grown now. I do what I want to do. Oh, you, you can, you, as long as you're not in my house around me, you absolutely right. But you come in here, you ain't doing what you want to do. I don't care if you're 80 plus 9 plus 10 plus 20 plus 24, not in this house. You're not doing it. Not here, you're not. You can get your rusty butt up that road. Well, Dad, you so hard. I told a person, you come to my house and don't speak, don't even drive on my property. See, because I'm a real dad, real father. Don't you bring your tail. You, no. Now, you can do a, see me out, 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 outside of this property and don't speak. I can care less. I walk by people all the time don't speak to them. But you come up in here, you speak it. Well, well, nope and nope. Isn't that a law? A command? That's a command. That's not a, a question or nothing. All right? So elevate, magnify. What else? Celebrate. Do what? Celebrate. Oh, child, my mama didn't never help me do nothing. My dad is so-and-so, so-and-so. He's just running them down, just cursing them, cursing them all the time, bringing death, speaking death concerning them instead of life. To brag on. How many brag on your parents other than getting your butt whooped? Brag on them. Man, I, I love my mama, and I, I did this, and my dad, I just, man, they just, but now they, they ain't done nothing to brag on, I understand, because it's not a, you know, it wasn't developed to being a father, so I understand. You got nothing to brag on you, and that's where it come back to the men, are you presenting them something they can brag on? Are you presenting uh, your mother somebody you can brag on? You need to quit playing back there. I'm teaching. Uh, to brag on is the atmosphere to receive, and two people can't be teaching. All right? And then to what? Appreciate. Now, how many appreciate? Appreciate. Appreciate. Be thankful. If you be more thankful, you'll be more what? Thankful. Be more thankful. You won't be trying to get stuff from them all the time. Your parents, they, they have done it. They have, look, they done Hey, it's time for them to do some receiving now. You know, if you look at scripture, look at Joseph. Here it is. Joseph was a grown man with children. And he loved his father so much that he put stuff in his brother's sacks so he can accuse them of stealing. So he can put them in jail. But when he set it up, he was all he was trying to do, he said, no, I want all the family to come and give account. Because he knew that his father was a part of the family. He really was after his father. And his younger brother, he had never saw. You, you see that strong constitution? He had never saw Benjamin. He, I want to see Benjamin. I want to see my daddy. So he set it up. And he had been elevated to, to ru rule in Egypt, that, uh, Africa. He in charge of everything. And he set it up. So he, and, and, and they didn't even know who he was when they saw him. But he was a grown man, but yet he what esteemed his father. He honored his father. He appreciated his father so much. He had this long, and even though he was successful and 
had prosperity and had authority, had cars, had houses, nothing could replace that father. Now, they had to have a relationship in order for him to be like that. You understand? You getting it? All right, so let's look. So even though he was grown, he still needed his father in his life to honor him, to appreciate him. Dad, look at all this stuff around him. He didn't feel whole until dad saw him. You know, and you got these basketball players, everybody, hey, mama, hey, mama, because dad are out of position. They, they actually on the inside, they want to be say, hey, mom, hey, dad. Hey, dad, look what I did. Mom, look what I did. But normally, hey, mama, right? Absence of fathers. You see it? You, you're seeing this. And I remember, I'm trying to get through this. I remember my dad, he, I went to pick him up. You know, I had my car and stuff like that. You know, I got a car when I was a teenager. And I drove there to pick him up while he was standing up there, just looking around at everybody. <laughs> just looking around. Yeah. And he went to get in the car. Hey, sonny, let everybody know that's his son. <laughs> you know, got in the car. Okay, sonny, let's go so-and-so, so-and-so. He was so proud. And then you know what he told me? He said, I want you to take advantage of the opportunity you get that I never had. And I want you to make decisions that'll get you somewhere that I, I didn't even have the opportunity to make the decision. They made them. They wouldn't let them go to school. They had to work out in the field. See, my dad had the mule, you know, would go get the cotton when they pick cotton, throw the sack on the mule and take him to the trailer and get up on the trailer and dump it out and stuff like straw ball shop and whole stuff like that. He said, you're going to get a lot of opportunities. I want you to make the best of it. So you know what? Dad is not here to see it. And I know how Joseph felt because I feel the same way. So what I did, what he told me, and I was sharing this with my wife. This is writing a teaching right here. Because she found, we've been looking, I've been looking for my dad as people. <laughs> you know, it's hard to do. Right, and uh, she, she found some information just last night. She wouldn't give it. She found some information. Because I had forgot the day he passed. I never thought about it. I didn't want to think about it. I wanted to keep him alive. You understand? I wanted to keep that conversation he told me alive and keep living that conversation. I didn't go to his grave, his headstone, 30 years after he had passed. You understand? Because I wanted him to see, and I know he couldn't see, so I... To me, he wasn't dead. He was living in the things that I was doing and things I was accomplishing, what he told me to do. That, that, that kept him alive for me. But Renee told me it was March 22nd, 1978. I, I'm just not knowing this since then because when they told me the news, I never thought about it no more. See? A, a desire to honor. And our mama saw it. She saw it. She said, yeah, dad would have been proud of you. Y'all pray for me. Help me get through this. So, you know, that driving force on the inside. Sometimes I look at Renee, I would tell man, dad would have been so, he would have been crazy about you. Or Israel, Caleb, y'all, dad would have been crazy about y'all. These ones in my house, so, you know, the other one's gone. But dad would have liked y'all so much. And you don't even know your granddad. You don't even, you didn't get to hear these words, but you're going to know him through me. And I tell them the same thing. Every opportunity you get that I didn't get, do it. So Joseph, that, that strong desire for his dad to see what had happened. Now, how many of you all in here right now have heard some visionary words from your mother or your father and told you some things, and you're working on making that happen? I'm not talking about bad, ugly, nasty things. I'm talking about some positive things that you're working on that vision to make it happen. See, that's a driving force. That's the way you honor 
oh, I can do my own thing. Sell the family business. Parents don't work their rings off to get it, and you go sell it. Well, I want to do something else. See, that outside influence came in, and a strange seed came in there. And what they worked for to give to you, you sold it. Hmm. Look at the Hebrew word for uh, honor. Let's look at this, okay? Now, it's, it's I got it here. Kabod. Y'all see that? So, actually, the word honor and glory are similar except for one word in the Hebrew, in the original language. Now, Kabod, pay attention to that bayette that's right in the middle there. And we know that is what was in the family. That's the pattern. That's the source of the family. Aleph bayet spell father. Bet resh spell son. Bata spell daughter. Bet ta spell daughter because a daughter is the covenant that won't, won't hold a house together. We think the men hold a house together. Men are the foundation. Actually, the, the mothers and the women hold the family. That's why you want to see everybody get along. See, you learn about who, how you were made and built up now. That's why you can go to family reunions, you always see more women there than men. And the ones that be there, most of them be drunk. But when they, when they come, you always see the women trying to do stuff to bring the family together because on the inside of you, you are made up to be the family covenant builder. Batat in the Hebrew. <laughs> what is it there? It's the truth. It's always the women. All right? So that, but yet, now think about this for its pattern. This is the Hebrew word for honor. There's a pattern right there in the middle, right? And then you got the dalet on the end, which is making reference to a lifestyle, a behavior pattern. That's a reflection of heaven. Access to heaven, being in the presence of heaven, will manifest heaven. Dalet. Y'all getting it? All right. And then you look at the, the cough, which is on the beginning here, the cough or cough, some say, right there. That means to open or sanction. See, the father... When, when you honor your mother and father, you're doing what the father, the pattern that the father in heaven have sanctioned that you see the lifestyle and the way of living. When your parents are honorable people, mother and father are honorable and live in that lifestyle of the kingdom, then the father said, that pattern I have sanctioned and I want you to do the same thing I did. That's been sanctioned by me, so you recognize that. And that's what you honor. That's what you open. Cough means to open also. Open your inside, but yet the inside, your mind, open your heart up to this lifestyle, this pathway, this way of living, this way of thinking that your parents is presenting to you. If you do that, you won't get some strange thing on the inside of you. If you don't honor them, if you don't recognize that pattern, if you don't open yourself up to that pattern, that way, that lifestyle, that heaven, that presence that's in your parents, and the lifestyle that they're living, then you're going to live a bored dog lifestyle. You see it in there? He said, I'm going to give you some promises if you do that. If you do that, you're going to live long. And not just live long, but you're going to have a good long life. <laughs> now, the word glory, you just put a bob. Actually, the word uh, kavod, this, uh, this kabod, the word glory is kavod, and you just put a bob right there. In between uh, kaf, bayet, a bob is right there for glory. So what is glory? You know, a better word for glory is culture, right? And culture is what? All the laws and the eating habits and the music and the dance and the way people act, that represent the what? The culture. 
So what he is saying, if you honor that heavenly pattern that I put inside of your parents, if you honor that, then you will be connected or established. Now my culture is established in the earth by you honoring your parents. The glory of Yahweh is manifested in the earth through what? Children honoring their parents. The behavior pattern, the way of living, the lifestyle. People can see heaven on earth based on how you treat your parents. And you got parents being best friends with their daughters, best friends with their sons. What a shame. That's why he said all your children got to be taught. Grown folk got to be taught. Because grown folk, some grown folk take more from their parents than they give to them. Big old rusty butt seal saying, what you doing living with your mama? You know, we be in different places. And I'm thinking, what is he doing? This rusty butt up in there laying up on his mama. You understand? Still depend on daddy for everything. Daddy give me this. Daddy loan me this. Daddy do this. Dad wait, wait, hold on. You don't live in my house no more. Now you want to get out there, you, you out now. You know, because we don't have no limitations. The, the limitations, remember Abraham, Avram, before his name was changed, changed to Abraham, remember he was in his daddy's house. Y'all remember, grown man, what family was he? He was in his daddy's house, and then the father said, I want you to separate from this family because I want to take you and make another family of nations out of you that's different from this one right here. Y'all remember that? So really, there are no limitations. Okay, how old you get, you should, if you honor properly, you should be able to live with your parents as long as it's necessary until you get set up to get ready to marry or whatever. A lot of people move because they want to shack. They want to have sex in the house. So they go and get their own apartment so they can have sex and stuff. And you, you, know, you don't want to be independent or you don't want to keep the law of the house. You want to be rebellious. I, I, I just want to be independent. Mm -hmm. So who calls it in your garage 3 o'clock this morning? Miss Independent, Mr. Independent. Rush them out. Rush them on out there. They're going to go out there and make a mess. Oh, Lord, eh? How messy. It's a tough one, isn't it? See, this, this, this is what you call the spirit of Elihu teaching, to turn the hearts of the father, to confront the false father and mentor those who are in a position to be a father. I'm, let me stop on this right here. Those in, I didn't get the Roman Yim. I get it, though. And I'm going to show you that outside influence, if you're raising your children, if you're doing your best, and they do something different, it's a law called epigenetics. It's called external uh, environmental stimulus. They went over somebody's house, and we was coming up, we didn't spend no nights. I mean, no, we, we did one no night spending and all that kind of stuff. No, I, and, I, and our family, we knew each other well. But Mama wasn't sending her daughters to spend the night with nobody. Zero. You know, you got these days stuff happening inside of the house, worse than happening outside of the house. But if you have done that, something came in from the outside and they received it and it stimulated them to be the way that they are. And then people try to criticize pastors. Oh, pastor, his kid's bad. Pastor, what about you? But yours double bad. Well, if, if the pastor came right, you know the Bible say a bishop got to rule his own house. Well, bishop ruling his house. He don't put up with no mess. Folk got will in order to rule the church of God. So that far, 
Uh, I heard your, your daughter had some trouble in school, so Bishop, I got to take you from this church. And they bring the bishop in and take the man church because of someone the knuckleheads did, and they were stimulated from something on the outside. Now the parents end up there feeling guilty. If your son got a young girl pregnant and you taught him not to do that, and he did it anyway, that is not on you. They got a will. They can control themselves. It's not the parents' fault. Much of it is the parents' fault. We saw that 279% more likely to do things if the father's source not there, right? All right, I know I'm out of time. Let me get this last one here. Uh, father is a what? Remember the word kabod, to honor. That's a pattern. Father is a what? A, is a position, function, and not a title. Just because you have babies don't make you a father. It's a function of a what? Position and not a what? Title. When you honor your father, you do what? You imitate. Is that man a reflection of someone that you can imitate that will produce a righteous lifestyle? This is why athletes and singles have so much influence on people and people go, try. you want to sell some tennis shoes? Put on one of them rappers that's cussing and acting a monkey. And then the kids go, what? That's their father. That's the one they depend on to develop them. They're not allowing the father that the father uh, placed in the earth, the pattern of heaven. They're allowing a hellish, dark, lawless, evil pattern to be their father. Like in games, games got fathers. How can you be a father? It's, been, it's a redefined father. He was watching a special, and this guy said, well, I'm their father. And you teaching them how to shoot, how to kill, how to murder, how to get girls. You teaching them all this. That's not a father. That's a redefinition of a father. Y'all understand this? All right, fathers are what is a position, not a title. When you honor your father, you imitate. The scripture said in 1 Corinthians 4.15, uh, this is the CJB, I mean, CJB, the complete Jewish Bible translation. I like this one. It says, for even if you have 10,000 trainers, and one translation say teachers, you know, and you want to hear this teaching, and you listen to that teaching, fine, great. Everybody know in part, but watch this. In connection with the Messiah, you do not, somebody said do not, you do not have many fathers. And he wanted to say, for in connection with Messiah, Yeshua, it was I who became your father by means of the good news, therefore imitate me. And here were a pastor's standing position of a functioning father who is teaching you the concepts of the kingdom and he is saying, you imitate me. Imitate, not be like, imitate the pattern, imitate the lifestyle, imitate the ways. You can't do it if you're not around. You can't do it if you're out of fellowship. You can't do it seeing them once a week or once a month. Y'all catching this now. You imitate, and you know you're not going to, especially me, because I spend 90% of my time with my family, you're not going to be around me at the house all the time. But when you are around through this teaching, through the word, and you watch what I do, and those who have been around, you are saying, I'm, this is what they tell me. This is what they're telling me now. They say, man, you ain't changed. All these years, you still ain't changed. You're still teaching the same thing. You're still standing for the same thing. All of this time, I watch you go through this. I watch this happen. I watch you go through that. How is it that you don't just go off and lose it and kill somebody? Imitate that. You can have a teacher over here that will give you some knowledge. You can have a prophet that will bring you into this emotional state where you, oh, wow, man, they good. I'm going to see so-and-so. That's not your source of the gospel. 
That's not your source of kingdom living. Y'all catching it? All right, I'm going to stop right there. Baruch Hashem Adonai. Blessed be the name of Yahweh. All right, Shalom. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that bell at the top. You can share this by social media on your different platforms and things like this. Now, we're going to pray. I didn't get to Roman Yim, and I'm going to show you that spiritual law where whoever, see, when you open yourself up to listen to somebody, and when you pay that money to go to that concert, when you buy those CDs, when you download that stuff, when you go over their house, when you do what they do, what you're saying, I'm, I'm listening to you because I want to imitate you. And the scripture says that in Romans 6 and 16, when you do that, there's a law that's going to cause you to conform to their image. And you will defend them over Yahweh. You will stay with them or go with them and listen to them rather than listen to your parents. Because we open ourselves up to something. He said, whoever you do.